Paul's looking rather lonely there in the chamber. I've got Kurt behind the scenes running. The- okay, of course. <laughs> there he is. We'll just wait a few minutes. We're waiting for one more voting member. Looks like we have four. Do you? By my account, do you have someone in the person? Um, looks like I need to work on my counting skills. Okay. else are we expecting um kelly and smith okay let me there's there we go there's allison Hello, Allison. We now have a quorum. Once we see Allison, she's on the, in the participants list. Jessica, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Wouldn't the link work on my work computer? So I'm on oh. my phone so okay well thank you for joining us let us test that afterwards and see if we can't get that fixed so that doesn't continue to happen okay Should we go ahead or do you want to wait for, okay. <laughs> no, I'm, that's four. So we have, we have okay. four. She's just not on. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Let's go. Oh, let me get my thing here. Um, all right, everyone. Welcome to the April 20th, um, 2023 meeting of the Lawrence Douglas County Metropolitan Planning Organization um, Policy Board. Um, sorry, I'm scrolling up and down here, everyone. I apologize. <laughs> First, we'll have some um, explanation of how we'll proceed here from, uh, I don't know, will it be Paul or Jessica? Yep. Jessica. <laughs> Good afternoon. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the city's YouTube channel. Please remember to mute yourself during the meeting when you're not speaking. The chat function for this meeting has been disabled and all chats will directly go to Paul and myself as co-hosts. Unless you're participating during the meeting, please turn off your video. This will allow active meeting participants to be seen on screen. You will be able to hear the meeting still. And when you're participating, please turn on your video. If you have any trouble, you can send us a chat. The city and MPO reserve the right to mute people or turn on 
individual videos off to minimize distractions during the meeting. And now I'll turn it over to Paul for a roll call vote. Carter. Here. Kelly. Looks to be absent. Little John. Here. Shipley. Here. Smith. I am here, sorry, computer issues again. No worries, thank you. Um, Thomas looks to be absent, so we do have a quorum. Very good, um, let's uh, carry on here then to public comments. Is there any public comment in the room or online? Nobody is present here in the room. And don't see any hands raised online. Great, thank you. Uh, that'll bring us to the approval of the minutes from March 16, 2023. Um, did anyone see anything uh, that needed to be changed? Um, or is there a motion? I move, uh, Carter, I move to approve the March 16th meeting minutes. I second. Great. I have a first and second. All those in favor, um, we'll have Jet Paul. Paul's going to do the. <laughs> Thank you. Carter? Yes. Little John? Yes. Shipley? Yes. Uh, Smith? Yes. The motion passes unanimously. Excellent. Thank you, Paul. Um, that brings us to our first agenda item, or only agenda item, um, which is the 2023-2026 Transportation Improvement Program Amendment 1. And I'm betting this is going to be Jessica. Oh, Paul! All right, Paul, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah, thank you. So the amendment before you um, did have a public comment period in March. There were no public comments received. The um, the uh, transfer the TAC Technical Advisory Committee did recommend approval, and so just a quick summary of the amendments before you. We had three new projects that were added that were all awarded transportation alternative funding through KDOT, uh, the Maple Leaf Trail in Baldwin City, the. Safe Routes to School 2024 project in Lawrence and the um, Safe road, safe Streets and Roads for All uh, Vision Zero planning project that's being done by Lawrence with partnership with KDOT, um, Eudora, and Baldwin City. And there were three other projects, existing projects with amendments to, um, to funding amounts and, and years. Um, so with that, happy to answer any questions. Um, are there any questions right now? Um, Paul, uh, David here. I just wonder if you could go into a little bit more detail about the funding sources and how um, this amendment affects the existing, um, you know, the existing uh, uh, tip prior to the amendment. Sure. So the the changes. Um, kind of zoom in here. So. 
So, so for example, on this K10 diverging diamond interchange, um, we're looking at um, revising the, the funding amounts. Um, they're, they're relatively small amounts uh, still accounted for as to, in terms of being fiscally constrained. Um, you know, so we, we do track what the changes were, what, is, what it was, what it's going to. Um, they're all still fiscally constrained. I don't know if that's answering your question or not. Yeah, what, and David, maybe I would just add, let me just add, Paul. So for new projects, oftentimes when a project sponsor is submitting a new project, it's a new source of funding or it's a new project that comes out of a CIP program. So mm -hmm. that, for example, both of the TE, Transportation Enhancement Projects, 510 and 519, those are based on announcements of KDOT for awarding funding to those projects. Um, the and like the Safe Streets and Roads for All, that's a recognition of an award of a federal application that has maybe other state and local money then attached to it based on that funding application. When we're looking at projects that oftentimes need revisions, those are projects in the process and as they're going through the process from conception, right, to preliminary engineering to design, they realize that there may need to be project or scope changes um, and or cost increases that result in changes that are happening in the project. And project sponsors are responsible for finding the funding to accommodate those changes and notifying us when those changes are made. So sometimes that could be shifting money between phases. Sometimes that could be recognizing they need to increase extra money. In a couple of these funding sources or these projects, you'll see state AC, advanced construction. And that is particularly when the state has chosen to use state resources to construct something before federal resources are available. So they're using state money, and then later you'll see a credit and a, a funding source, um, and that is where they're crediting the state money they previously spent with federal money. And so through the, all those project changes, every time they have changes um, to a project that result in increases in some of these or years between funding bans that impact that. And, and Paul's right, then we make sure all of those meet fiscal constraint. So in the sense that every agency has to have reasonable funding to accommodate those projects, you can't just put a wish, wish list project in the tip. It has to be something that has available funding that's committed to it. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think it does. Thanks very much. Um, uh, Paul and Jessica, I have a, I don't have any specific questions about the amendments here that we're making, but I did have a couple questions about uh, some of the other projects. When I looked through it again, I didn't think too much about it in the past first. So this one's a more broad question. You might want to email me the answer of, of this, but like there's one that is um, train safety projects. It's very general. It looks like kind of just things that are earmarked or funding that's earmarked. And I, what I wondered was, um, and, and Commissioner Littlejohn was there with me um, in DC, there's all this money being, um, uh, given out for train projects and all the 
different train companies are coming forward and saying that they're ready to be more um, communicative with cities on these projects where in the past they've been very hard to um, discuss. And I don't personally know of any, for example, they have um, uh, money for moving tracks that are in unsafe places or that it near, or, you know, split marginalized communities. Is there someone there looking at those um, to see if there's anything in our area that is appropriate for that, but that we haven't focused on because there was, you know, no funding to look at. So um, you're right. We are going to have to follow up about this question unless Allison has something to add because that specific TIP project number 600, which is various rail projects, is a state project. So Allison, yeah. if you have an answer to that. I do have an answer for that, actually. Um, pretty easy. Um, KDOT has HSIP, Highway Safety Improvement Pro, um, program funds um, to use on various rail safety projects through the state. In all of our MPOs in the state, we put a grouped project into the TIP um, for each year of that TIP. Um, typically, when these projects come up, there are identified safety issues that KDOT needs to address in um, very short order. Um, often quicker than we can do a TIP and STIP amendment. Um, so that group project in there with a set dollar amount lets us draw um, HSIP funds from it in order to obligate it with Federal Highway um, so that we can move forward with the project um, and take care of that safety issue and not have anything out there where there could be a problem with the public and, and that sort of thing and, and cause a safety problem. Um, so that's why we do that one big project there. Um, if there were any other future identified um, outside of safety kind of projects through um, USDOT, um, we would put those in the tip separately and that sort of thing. So that one's really just for the urgent needs, just so that we could move forward. That's interesting. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then my more specific um, question, again, not about the things we're trying to amend here, but um, you won't be in any way, shape, or form surprised at my asking um, about the Walker Rusa Drive extension. Um, we still have it down that Lawrence will pay 40%. And I, for some reason, I thought one of the times that we revisited that, we changed that. And subsequently, the city's discussed that additionally. So I just wanted to bring that up and see um, if that was an older version, if I misremembered that, if... Um, that's something you need to look at for the next amendment. Yeah, that would be a project where we're waiting for the project sponsor to update the final conversation based on final uh, political discussion and decision about how that project is going to be scoped and paid for. Um, and that just hasn't been updated yet. We will communicate that, um, that there's interest in um, updating that project um, to our county um, project sponsor. Great, thank you. Any other questions? I did want to acknowledge, I see Commissioner Kelly came in. Um, sorry, you missed a little bit, but I want to, of course, give you time if you have any questions. No, I don't have any questions. Sorry, I'm late. Any other questions? Um, let's make sure there's no public comment. I uh, didn't appear there was anyone in the room. Is there anyone online? Don't see any hands hands raised and correct, no one in the room here. 
Great, okay, let's make sure there's no other discussion. And um, if not, I would entertain a motion. Uh, yeah, I'd move to approve the uh, funding uh, to the 2023 to 2026 Transportation Improvement Program Amendment 1. Allison Smith, KDOT, I'd second. Great, I have a first and second, Paul. Carter? Yes. Kelly? Yes. Little John? Yes. Shipley? Yes. Smith? Yes. The motion passes unanimously. Excellent, thank you, Paul. Thank you, everyone. Um, that brings us to our quick updates. So our first quick update here is on the annual list of obligated federal funds for federal fiscal year 2022. Um, this is something we put together every year in, with working with KDOT and our local transit partners. And this is just an FYI that um, if you want to see that list, it is attached in the memo and, and you should have been copied on an email as well. Um, so any questions, happy to, to answer those. Any other questions or comments? Oh, go uh, ahead. Forgive me. I'm just going to speak up and, and say, uh, Paul, can you just give a little bit more context when you talk about uh, um, funds that were obligated? Are these funds that were paid out? Uh, obviously, we're talking about last fiscal year. So can you just give a little bit more background on that? Jessica, can you jump in on this one? Yes, it's my understanding understanding that that obligated funds mean they are encumbered for a project and then the drawdown happens on those funds. So in some sense, it's a, techni it's a technical uh, term that those funds have been committed to that activity in relation to the, the programmatic requirements for whatever funding source. Is there, do you have a better way to describe that, Allison? Um, that pretty much covered it. Um, so these are federally required that the MPO produce by the end of this end of the calendar year um, to reflect everything that was obligated in the region. So like Jessica said, all the funds that were encumbered on projects um, in order for them to let and go to construction. Um, it doesn't mean that those funds have been fully expended yet because um, there's some time as the construction project goes on from each stage. Um, so these go to Federal Highway Kansas and then go to headquarters and somewhere in the um, whole network of Senate and House and that sort of thing for their reporting. They wanna see from all 50 states and um, territories what all was actually obligated and promised out. So that, and then the kind of an accounting tool. Yeah, it really is. It's um, we have multiple ways all that outside of the listing of obligated projects, um, but it's the MPO fulfilling a federal requirement. Got it. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, then I think that brings us to our other business. Does anyone have any other business they'd like to bring up? 
not seeing anything here. Um, then our next meeting will be May 18th, um, unless uh, Jessica and Paul let us know otherwise. We will expect to see you on May 18th. Very good. All right, with that, we usually um, just go away nicely. <laughs> Uh, I think some of us have a, an event after this, so uh, maybe I'll see you all there. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks very much.